0: Today's episode is brought to you by PodcastLeadGeneration.com. Learn how podcasting can help your business today. Hey everybody, Cliff Duvenois here. Today, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tear, a little bit of a rant. I'll talk about that after the intro. Cheers. Ready to take your business to the next level? Do you want to get your message out so that you can help even more people? Well then, world changer, welcome home. My name is Cliff DuVenois, and I'm using podcasting to build a seven-figure empire, and this podcast will document my journey. Along the way, I'll interview the best and brightest marketing minds to get their advice and strategies, which I will test, and I'll report back to you on what is working. Welcome to the Wake Up World Changer podcast. Hey there, World Changers. Cliff here. So we're going to start something new. Uh, it's going to be, I'm going to call it Fun Fridays. And this is going to be a day where I'm just going to i gonna rant. I'm going to argue uh, about something or another because, uh, uh, you know, I'm getting older, getting crotchety. And I guess that's what older people do is they just complain. So I'm going to start complaining and uh, arguing about stuff. Anyway, so I, I want to share with you something that I was reading the other day. And I just, I, I have to roll my eyes on these things because there seems to be, Two polar opposite trains of thought. And I'm a little bit confused as to, uh, you know, as to, you know, one side versus the other side. So, so let's go back. So I'm reading the book Outwitting the Devil. It's by Napoleon Hill. He's the author of Think and Grow Rich that he wrote way back in 1930 something or another. Uh, It's the seminal self-help book, probably the first one ever Uh, Written, uh, well, maybe the second one, The Richest Man in Babylon, I think maybe would qualify as the first true self help book. Uh, But Think and Grow Rich is the seminal work of the 20th century that started this whole movement. And of course, Napoleon Hill has influenced so many people out there. So many people have read this book. Uh, I think nearly every successful person on the planet has read it. Anyways, His follow-up book is called Outwitting the Devil, and it came out in, I want to say, like 2017, if I remember correctly. Uh, You know, there's a whole story behind why it took 60 years or 70 years to publish the second book. Uh, I will let you read that because that's really not germane to my argument today, but the book was published. And the Napoleon Hill Foundation reached out to uh, this lady by the name of Sharon Lecter, uh, that name might ring a bell. If you've ever read the Rich Dad, Poor Dad series, then you'll know that on the cover it says by Robert Kiyosaki and Sharon Lecter, right? The same Sharon Lecter. She worked for, uh, I guess she worked for Robert Kiyosaki for a number of years before she kind of went off on did her own thing. So anyways, as this book uh, you know, was published, Sharon actually puts her notes and her comments throughout the book. So Napoleon Hill is interviewing the devil. Somehow he has compelled the devil to tell the truth. And a transcript of that interview is what the book is about. And then Sharon interrupts the interview every now and then with her thoughts, trying to make it a little bit germane to what was going on at the time, which part of that was the, you know, the big economic turmoil that, that was going on. Anyways, there's a section in the book where the devil actually says, you know, he, he, he actually states for the record, you know, the, the first priority of every human is to himself. And you have to make yourself the priority. You have to make yourself happy before you can go out and make other people happy. And of course, I agree with the sentiment. Now, this isn't to say that I'm friends with the devil and that we hang out and drink scotch on Fridays. That's not what we do. But I've been in agreement with this for quite a while. And I'm, I'm going to explain it here in just a second. But what was interesting was that when I read this and I, and I said, yeah, well, of course I agree with this, Sharon Lecter steps in and says, oh, well, what about Gandhi? What about Mother Teresa? Do you think they would agree with this sentiment? And I'm, I, just, I just roll my eyes. And I guess I just don't understand because I know there's a big uh, movement right now throughout internet land about self-care, right? You have to take care of yourself and you just can't exclude yourself You know, because a lot of people out there will will sit there and say, oh, well, I'm going to do this because I want to help other people. And I want to do this and I want to do this. And it's almost and and I get it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, part of the reason, you know, big reasons why I'm I'm putting on the summit is because, you know, I want to help other people. But don't get me wrong. There is a there is a a selfish reason for doing this. You know, I'm doing this because this is part of my plan to build my business. And, you know, I want to be successful. I want to impact people. And I want to get paid for it, you know, and I I think that's at the heart of every entrepreneur that goes out there. I don't think there's anybody on the planet who is truly 100% altruistic in, in that I give to everybody else before, you know, before I take care of myself or, you know, if that was the matter, then there wouldn't be an entrepreneur. There wouldn't be capitalism. There wouldn't be all these other things that are out there. You know, at some point in time, you know, we're all faced with the decision of, hey, you know what? My body is breaking down, my spirit is breaking down. My, me- my mental capacity is breaking down because I constantly put everybody uh, to the you know above myself, and I, I never believed that to be true, not, not for one second. Uh, and-, and I say never, because I did go through a phase of my life where I, was, I believed that in order to be a service of others, I had to put everybody else above my own. And you know what? I was miserable for it. You know, it's really hard for me to be of service to other people. If I am miserable 24 hours a day, seven days a week, people would sit there and say, oh, Cliff, could you help me with this and help me with that? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. You know, and a lot of the times I would help them, I wouldn't charge them for it. And of course, you know, for a lot of people out there, this is a clear sign that they could take advantage of you. And I just, I, I don't know, I didn't like it. And I was miserable for it. And on on more than one occasion, this especially was true when like back in the day, uh, you know, computers were really becoming mainstream people. You were seeing them in more and more people's homes. And in college, I mean, I literally learned everything there was to know about computers except for programming. Uh, but as far as like, you know, like configuring them and software and setting jumpers and all this other, and if you have no idea what setting a jumper means, that's how long ago I was in the computers. And uh, I know that there was, you know, I would go to a party and people would say, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I work with computers. Oh my God. It was like, it was the same thing as like, if I said to them, I'm a doctor, right? Because everybody was having computer problems. Oh, could you just, could you just come by and take a look at it? And so I would show up, I would, you know, work on their computer for an hour or two because, you know, I told them that I would. And, you know, I, I wouldn't charge them for it, which was dumb on my part. They might buy me a sub from Subway for lunch, you know, to thank me. And if I couldn't figure out what their problem was, they would get angry at me about it. And at some point in time, I just had to say, you know what, I'm, I'm done doing this. You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to do it. And when I started telling people, yeah, I charge 100 bucks an hour, suddenly people's problems went away. You know, they're, they, oh, okay, you know, they yeah. So, you know, at some point in time, you have, to put, you have to put yourself first. And I say this because I know that in my life, especially this year here, that I've been dealing with a lot an absolute lot. And the summit for me was a way to do something positive to help people out. But, you know, make no mistake about it. it, it it's the, the whole idea of the summit and stuff probably would not have occurred to me to do, you know, to do this, to do something big, to impact all these people. Had I not been in such a dark place, had I not say to myself, you know, God, I need to do something to make myself feel better. And so that's, you know, the wheels. And I knew that I could make myself feel better by being of service to, you know, by being the service to others, you know, so coming up with the summit and, and working it and and doing all these other things. And and I, I just, I had to do that, you know, for, for me above, you know, anybody else and all the decisions that I'm making is because, you know, I need to do something that makes me happy. And granted, there are days where I am not particularly happy, you know, I work with a summit guest and as we're you know hammering things out, and all of a sudden they they ghost me, you know they go quiet, and I'm like, hey, what about this? What about this? And yeah, hey, you know I'm just following up, and you know I don't hear anything back, and and it's a little frustrating, and then and I have to go out and find somebody else, and and I get it, that's all part of you know that's all part of being an entrepreneur. You know you are going to have setbacks, people are going to change their minds, they're going to you know they're going to walk away, and you know what? That's fine. You know I I don't bear any ill will. My whole focus is to put the summit on and to get get the best people in place that, that I possibly think uh, can have benefit of others. But as far as like Mother Teresa goes and Gandhi, it's really easy to look at them and say, oh, these people just gave 24-7. Well, I, I hate to break this to you people, but I don't buy that for one second either. There's no way on the planet you'll ever convince me that Mother Teresa every now and then didn't go for a walk and clear her head. You know, Gandhi, all he did was walk. Are you telling me he didn't have any time to clear his head and think while he was walking and, you know, take some time for himself? You know, these people ate, obviously, they slept, obviously. If you're, you know, at some point in time, you just get so tired, you can't take care of anybody else. Your body requires rest. You go and you sleep. You know, that's just it. Yeah, there's people, they're still out there suffering and, you know, you do what you can with what you can. You know, Mother Teresa didn't have infinite amount of resources. She had to be very clever with what she was that she was doing. And she had to, you know, manage other people. And there's, you know, egos that are involved and everything else like that. And there's no way on the planet you'll ever convince me that Mother Teresa didn't take some time for herself. You know, did she go and, and, and stay on a yacht somewhere and cruise around the, the Greek islands? Obviously not. You know, that's not what I'm, well, I don't know. Maybe she did. I, I don't know her whole life story. But she probably didn't. But I can tell you that she did take care of herself. She slept, she ate, and for you know, at, at intensive purposes, being of service to other people, if that was what was making her happy, then so be it. But I do know that you know for both of them to to eat and to sleep and, and to take care of themselves so that way they could help as many people as they possibly could. You know, if you're neglecting yourself at the expense of everybody else, you're not going to be around too long. To help take care of other people, so I'm very suspicious when somebody says, "Oh yeah, I I put all these other people first uh, at the expense of myself." I I don't I don't I don't buy that. I don't get it, you know. And I just know that for you know in my world in my space, I know that every single day it's like I got to look in the mirror and say to myself, "Did I do the best job that I can today? Did I make an impact today?" And if I'm answering those questions in the positive, then I know that that day was a good day. You know, because really at the end of the day, it's, it really is about impacting other people. It's not impacting other people to the exclusion of myself. So anyways, that's my rant for the day. What do you think? Am I off my rocker? Do you not prioritize yourself? Do you let your health go to uh, hell in a handbasket because you think you have to serve other people? Self-care, you don't believe in massages or anything else like that to do something to give yourself a treat? I don't know. Let me know. And uh, I'll catch you in the next episode. Cheers.